And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys of the City. I'm your host, Big Brother, and your big brother, T3, Papa Keys, and I'm Trevor Keys. Oh, fuck. What's the matter? I told you. I Until you find me a damn nickname, bro. No, but no. I don't even know what the hell you were talking about. Just starting the whole show like, what? I was like what the- <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> Never, ever. Never, ever. <laughs> Ted's ready. Ted's ready. Ted's amped up. He's got a big week. Yeah, ahead. I mean, I got, he's, no, got I got a, a, he's got a big weekend ahead of him. He's oh, we're gonna no, have to talk so- about we're gonna have to talk about talk about something at the end of the show because it's a big weekend. If you know what I mean, if you get my gist, there's a little matchup going on, and I'm not yeah. talking about in the NFL. There's yeah, Pat's birthday going on. No, there's a little matchup going on for supremacy, brother supremacy. Uh. It's team where's the gabagool versus Yeah, you change you change your team's name. Because my team is not injured right now. Knock on wood. I'm only gonna do that if my team is injured. Because the past two years I've had solid teams, but they've been decimated with injuries. Hence why I had physical therapy 2.0. I think Jack should take that name because he's got Nick Chubb. He had Nick Chubb out, all of his running backs, Saquon. You know, you, you know what's crazy? I was looking at the team is in first place, though. Look at the uh, points. Mikey, the Ga- Mikey Gags and Bill Z- and uh, Billy. Billy yeah, Zulo but the teams you played, scored no points. What do you want? Hey, that's fantasy. What that's It happens. Bullshit. One week, what'd you have? Week one, you had 160 points. You look like the greatest thing in the world. And then you, you chop liver in week two because you scored 90 points. It's just the way it works. That's fantasy well, football. Well, didn't help that Aaron Rodgers got hurt and ruined my pick. Man, Bitch about it. Don't care. I should have drafted Keenan Allen. I should have yelled too. I mean, Keenan Allen, wow. I mean, wild week last week in the NFL. We'll be, speaking of wild week, we'll be talking about those Miami Dolphins. Two fam, The family teams we're talking about today. We got three family teams. Talk about the Giants. Talk about the Dolphins. Mama's team. And we're talking about, and good. I should also say, good old Brad Reese's team because he loves those Miami Dolphins. <laughs> we got to get Brad Reese to be watching today because he'll, he'll, he's going to like what we have to say. And then we'll talk a little quickly, New York Jets. New York Jets because they have a massive game this weekend and everybody's going nuts because don't care. Taylor Swift is coming to MetLife. We'll talk about that. We're not talking about Ted's already obsessed with with Taylor Swift and it's kind of freaking me out. But whatever. That's another story. Ted, before we get in to any of the NFL quickly, the long weekend, a big weekend, we got to talk about. I want your quick take, your quick take of yesterday's massive news. In the NBA, Damian Lillard, out of nowhere, we all thought it was going to be the Miami Heat. We all thought it was going to be this team, that team. Is the Milwaukee Bucks? So, Ted, yeah. give me your quick analysis, very quickly, of what you think of this trade and what's it do for the Bucks, Dame, and Giannis. I was shocked when you said, "Did you see the trade?" I didn't see the trade. Massive I trade too. Here, here's here's the overall take. Now taking it all in. At first, I was like shocked, but I was like, all right, whatever. Let's see the details. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm looking at the trade, and I will honestly, I'm like, a good trade for everyone. It really is. What did the Suns lack last year in the playoffs when they faced the Denver Nuggets? Depth. They got depth. Gracie yep. Allen come off the bench, got 15 points. Nasser Little, UNC grad, another depth, size, deep wing. You know, you bring in Nurkic, which honestly, you don't need scores when you have that big three. When you have Bradley no. Beal, that's the last of your worries. And Kevin Durant, you know, and then your boy. Who's my boy? You know your boy from the Suns. Who, D-Book? D-Book. 
I'm a Booker fan. I'm a so, my, my boy. My boy is Tatum. You know my so, boy is JT. Yeah, but yeah. I got a new guy. I got a new guy that I think is going to flourish. So for the Suns, it works Anthony out. Let's get right to so the Suns. It works out. Let's make this short and sweet. The nut yeah. for the Milwaukee. This is about keeping Giannis long term. He hasn't signed the extension. Hoping Damian Lillard could put them over the top. They know. Listen, we know they have a great defense. They have a great yeah. defense. They're long. They're wanky. What do they need? They need scoring. Drew, listen, Drew Holiday's a great player, and he's going to make a team. He's going to put a team over the top, depending on where he goes. That's another key component to this whole entire trade. But yeah. the, for the Blazers, this is about a, a rebuild, and this is a good job by the Blazers. They didn't screw Damian Lillard. You see posts like, oh, but he, Miami this. Listen, bro, he went to the best team in basketball last year. He went to the Milwaukee Bucks. When healthy, he went to play with the best player in basketball in Giannis. Yeah. Literally, Giannis is like a triple-double machine. He's unbelievable. The only thing, guess what? The thing that makes it works out for him? They need a shooting. Now Middleton becomes a three. Hopefully he stays healthy. We know what he what Middleton means if he was healthy, what, what the difference was to the team. So it works out for everyone, right? It's a win-win. You know, Drew Holiday's going to get traded either to the Clippers, the Celtics. The he he would fit into a lot of good teams could use him so it's a win win for everyone right Damian Lillard wins he goes to a top franchise right mm-hmm. Miami is the loser in this because they don't get the deal but supposedly what Blazers were asking they either wanted they wanted Jimmy Butler or Bam and if I'm Miami I'm like no sorry it's just not Miami happening. didn't have the assets it's fine whatever listen it's a good trade for everyone it's a win win and it makes the league more interesting with the league starting within a month it's it like we talked about yesterday Trev. It's a way to stay involved with everything that's going on, especially because with college football's ratings up through the roof this year, especially because of Dion in Colorado. And then listen, I think another thing with college football is you got a lot of parity this year. I think what's great for college football this year that we haven't seen in past years is you got eight to ten teams this year that have a legit chance to win the national championship. And of course, the NFL will stay dominant as the number one storyline. Dude, it's why I'm glad you brought up quickly with, and then we'll get into that. I promise. Is college football? I don't really talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Number one team in college football. Defense, but they're not really yeah. interested, and they haven't been that great. South Carolina <sighs> took it to them in the first half, and then they pulled away. So they really I mean, haven't done still, much. They're still going to be Georgia. I mean, they're, just, listen, they're Alabama, back-to-back Al- national champs. Listen, Alabama hasn't been the storyline at all. They haven't been good. Alabama has not been played well this season. All right? Yeah. USC is a good story, Caleb, but it's the West Coast. Honestly, the, the Pac-12 is the best storyline in college football. You got four teams in the top ten. Yeah. All legit. Um, playoff contenders. You got Colorado, who we know is not a playoff contender, but Dion has made Colorado relevant. And if you looked at the ratings last week, the Colorado-Oregon game had a higher television rating than the Ohio State-Notre Dame game at primetime at 7.30 at NBC, on NBC. Radio. Well, it's a damn shame because they missed the Classic and they decided to watch the barn burner or a slobber knocker, supposed slobber knocker, we could say, or it might have been just a beatdown, which it was in Autzen. But you talked all the great stuff right now. NBA, Damian Lillard, Milwaukee Buck adds just adds another huge, huge game changer move in the NBA and the NBA league. And then you got college football is going well, is is thriving, is great. Dion, I love it. I think it's great for fo- college football in general. And then you got the MLB. MLB is about to hit the playoffs. Yes, the Yankees, Red Sox, and Cardinals are not going to be in the postseason for the first time in over Ted. How many years? It's been over. Almost forty years 20. or something like it's been a while. It's been a while, but years. So we're not. So we'll hope to see. We'll see how baseball turns out, especially with those three famous entities in the MLB world. But we're here to talk about some NFL football as well. 
And no, we are not here to talk about Miss Miss Taylor Swift. Sorry, all you weird Why? fanatics. We no, together, Ted. No, Ted. Ted come back on. together. You're, you're, we... wasting, you're wasting my time. Bro, you got to understand. It's the Swifty. Um, it's the Swifty the movement. The Swifty movement, bro. That's it. I'm, 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 you're off. You're it's cut. the Swifty you're, movement. You, you're, off the t- you're off the team. Damn, bro. It's all good, bro. It's bringing so many. Think about it. If you thought the NFL couldn't get any bigger, bro. It doesn't matter. Bro, you got women making TikToks going to their husbands going, did you hear about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Who is Travis Kelsey? Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey famous and all the fathers and husbands are like, what? Ted, I got I got He's one thing to say. Bro, I got Raiders one quote. I got game? one quote to say. I got one quote to say for that relationship. That's supposed to they'll blow it in the ninth. That's okay. Hey, listen, what did I send you on tick? What did I send you on Twitter? Or I know now? the tickets. I get it. Stop. Swifty's gonna be at Giant Stadium this, this yeah, and it's and yeah, to watch Zach Wilson against Patrick Mahomes, not Miss Taylor Swift, where she's gonna be in her nice suite. You know, with her Not billions of dollars. Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes right now. We're never going to get Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. It's been, this is, I think, third time. Third or four. This third, third time. I think we should just Mahomes stop was hurt. Yes. Rodgers had COVID. Jordan Love was hurt, uh, played for the last time. That was Yeah, Rodgers was co- with COVID, and now this year. I think we should just stop having that matchup because it's just never going to happen. It's just never going to play out, it's which never, sucks. never, ever, ever going to happen again. <sighs> Can you believe that Sunday and Monday night both are back in MetLife Stadium again? And the last time we saw both these teams on national primetime television, like you just said, the New York Giants got shut out 40 to nothing against the Dallas Cowboys. And the New York Jets lost Aaron Rodgers in a matter of minutes. Let's but that's okay. That means, but the Jets won on Monday Night Football, so which means the Giants will win a must-win game on Monday Night Football. Oh, this. I mean, I know the term. We like to use the term must-win. Not, we don't like to use it this soon, and we haven't even had. No, it is. First. No, it is. This but, what, soon. but but specifically for the New York Football Giants, our New York Football Giants. There's no other word to say. This is a must-win game, just because. I don't care about any way what they've played up to this point. If you want to look into future, I know people want to look up at the moment now and the present, what this team is currently constructed. That's fine. They got talent, but. Who? The future says that this could be a long season for the New York Giants if they are not successful on Monday night because then after next week they go against two AFC powers in which we'll be talking about one of those AFC powers in just a little while in the Miami Dolphins and then the Buffalo <laughs> Bills on the road, I should mind you. And then they play the Washington Commanders who have played tough. And then they play the New York Jets on mom's birthday. So that's the next month for the New York Giants. So if the Giants lose this game, Ted, they're one and three. They could very well be in last place again and stay in last place in the NFC East. And for a team that had high expectations making the playoffs again after a, a surprising season last year, things haven't gone the way us New York Giant fans and this New York Giant franchise was hoping right now. Hopefully Saquon comes back. It looks like everything's barring for him and the entire team to be back healthy, ready to go against Seattle. Ted, is the turnaround coming for Big Blue, or are we just going to be sitting back like we just watched the New York Yankees for 162 games and said, damn. And I remember back in a month or two ago, we were like, well, I can't wait for football. Now we're re-coming in November, or September 28th saying, 
God, I can't wait for basketball and hockey because it could be a long, long season for Big Blue. Well, it better be because if not, in about two, three weeks, you and me are going to be talking about what the Giants need in the NFL draft because there is some there is some top receivers coming out of this draft. Well, and there is, they, they and, could use another, you know, a few more offensive linemen, Ted. There's also, well, I mean, maybe Marvin Harrison. Not, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to fall to number fall out of Listen, the Listen, quarterbacks three. jump to receivers. They ain't falling out of the top three. Well, if one of those teams are, how about this, the possible top four teams right now in the NFL draft, all depending on how Houston plays, who's been playing fairly well, and C.J. Stroud. Stroud. My, my boy C.J. Stroud is killing it, I'm and we love to see it. I'm for rookie of the year. I just didn't expect much from Houston with all the, the no less time. There wasn't a guy. lot of time. Nah, you got no respect for your guy. I love my guy. My guy, CJ Stroud. Yeah, who'd you pick? Huh? Who'd you pick? Who did I pick? Oh, I picked my boy, Jamari Gibbs. No, you didn't. You picked Bijan. No, I didn't. I took Gibbs. Uh, I took Jamari Gibbs. But at least again, that, Ohio, that Ohio State quarterback is playing well because my other Ohio State quarterback is certainly not. But that's what I was just saying. You talk about top five and stuff like this. Oh, Marvin. Well, hey, the listen. Top four in the NFL two, draft could be the Chicago Bears and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, well, Car- yeah, because Carolina doesn't have a pick. Yeah, because they, they traded it up. last year, and the Cardinals traded their pick, or or the Texans oh. traded their pick to get Will Anderson, who's oh. been actually very, very maybe, good this year. Maybe even Minnesota. I just think Minnesota's way too talented. Yeah, they're way too talented. But here's another it's the thing. same with the Giants. I feel like the Giants have a Giants lot of talent. Giants are not that talented. They overachieved last year. But you can't say that there's not talent when you look oh, at Oh, yeah. No, there's talent. There's players on this team. But like I joked with you last week when we were talking about the San Fran, I wouldn't take one player on the Giants over any San Fran player going position wise. You take I, right now. I, take, I mean, take, Daniel, I'll, ta- I'll take Daniel Jones, Andrew I'll take Thomas. Over, Andrew Thomas. You take him Williams. over Trent Williams. That's a that could be a, some That's people might not, say Trent Williams is getting taken over. Andrew Thomas take, is right there. Though. You're not? taking Kittle over Waller. You're taking McCaffrey over Barkley. You're taking Debo and 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 Ayuk over the Giant receivers. You're taking Boza over Thibodeau. You're taking. Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave over Leonard Williams and oh, don't talk about Dex. big decks like that. Don't talk about big decks. Like I'm mean, you're taking Fred Warner and Green. Well, they got, come on, they got the best linebacker. I mean, I, I mean, We're, not, you're trying to compare the Giants to the 49ers. Come on, you're talking about no, a team that's going to possible the Super there Bowl. There is too often the tackles that are be top ten picks and out of Notre Dame and Penn State, so we can maybe. So what you're yeah. telling me is the Giants turnaround is not coming. Here's 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 the realistic thing. Let's have the realistic conversation. No, let's we're not playing. have the realistic. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> We're playing one of the five best offenses in football, based statistically wise at this point of the season. I get it; it's only week three. We're way overachieving. I think next week you and me talked about. It. We're going to come out with like a report card or a progress report for all the teams, or a halfway point kind of report. Can card you for... believe that it's been a quarter of the season? Well, already? not yet, but yeah. Well, I mean, we're almost a quarter because we're it's seventeen weeks now, sixteen. So we're, all right, we're so like four three, and a half. so we'll wait until like, next Wednesday to be. A we're like three point seven five. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, this is a must-win game for the Giants. We're going to have 11 days off from the game that we played against San Francisco to the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas is supposedly going to play. Saquon supposedly was at practice day and participated in individual drills. we got to be healthy. You know what kills me about the Giants? The guy, Easy Alare, that we brought back, you know, the kid from Georgia. He's never healthy. No, he's um, not. We can't get any pressure. I know I sent you the thing and I wrote it down. The Giants, listen, the Giants defense has to play better, bro. Like last year, we were opportunistic. When we played Baltimore, it was a week three, week four. Turnovers, fumbles, pressure, sacks. Giants defense is yet to force a turnover this year and only has two sacks. 
They're 29th against the run, and they're 28th against stopping teams on third down. And that's something that you mean dad screamed about on the phone. We couldn't stop the 49ers on third down. Third and 15, third and 13, same drive. First downs, first downs. Like, we're not getting missed off the ta- Missed tackles. 29 missed tackles so far through three weeks, bottom 10 in the NFL. Something that I think you sent me, I remember six months ago on Instagram, the Giants were number one in football last year with the least amount of missed tackles. Right now we're one of the worst. So something is wrong. We we had high hopes this year. You figured you bring the coordinators back, you bring the coaches. A lot of the personnel was back. I enjoyed. I liked what the Giants did in the draft. Deontay Banks. I think he'll be. He's been. Great. He's actually been, been playing great. very well. You figure well. Xavier McKinney kind of a, a a big season for him. Figure they got paid Dexter Leonard Williams kind of in the last year of the Giants because I figured after this year his salary cap they're going to release him or he's off the books. You know we brought in what Bobby Orkra? Is that how his last name is pronounced? Bobby O'Keefe. Thank you very much. I know you pronounce it right. Oh, I have a third. Can you still not pronounce? Can you still not pronounce Jackson Smith and Jigba? No, Jackson Smith and Jigba. So it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) It's just like this is a must-win. Like plain and simple. Like let's have fun with it. Like the Giants need to fucking win. Like plain and simple, they got to win. There's no, there's no like we're one and three. Then we're going to at Miami. It's gonna be ninety degrees down there. Tyreek Hill's gonna be running laps. They're gonna be. I don't know what the Giants – I mean, listen, maybe the Giants show up and beat Miami and things could happen. Listen, Giants win games that they're not supposed to. So I'm taking over Miami next week, Ted. But, I'm but just going to go. But then we're at Buffalo on Sunday night football. And, like, listen, I look at it the same way when we're facing Dallas and San Francisco, teams that are better suited than we are. It's just – it's going to be very frustrating. And I feel like this Giant season can go down the hill really fast. And, and that's why this game is a must win because I feel like it at least gives us hope. Because then you're like, okay, maybe we build off of this. And we go down to Miami. Maybe we shock Miami, especially if they get beat up in Buffalo. Who knows? Maybe Tua gets hurt and we're not playing against Tua next week. So, you know, those are things that we don't know what's going to go on with Miami. Listen, no one wants to see anyone get hurt. But, like, every week we this year we've seen crazy things. We've seen multiple key guys get hurt. We've talked about it from Mike Williams, ACL, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb, um, Diggs. You just the list. The, the list goes on. The list, list goes, goes on. on, on. Players have been so, well, it's, it's a must win, and the Giants have to play better because last week's performance in San Francisco. Get it? it was a close game for most. They part played. Of the they played tough, but like you said, Ted, you said it best. The talent discrepancy shows sometimes when you're playing one of these elite. Jeff, it was like running up. Teams. It was like running up a mud hill, where every time you got halfway up, you'd slide back down. Like we were getting. You were close. so close yet so far. Close but no cigar. And, and I, and I think for us Giant fans, it's like that stigma of Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback again is starting to go back into our minds. It's like, yeah, but I'm, really I'm not going to look. I know, know, listen, I know. You, you I know, know me. I haven't been the biggest supporter of Daniel Jones for most, for majority of his career. But when your offense line is just that bad, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the point. Like, if anybody says, oh, Patrick Mahomes would be able to do it, well, just go watch Super Bowl 56 or 50, uh, 55, whatever the year that they played the Buccaneers, and you tell me if any quarterback can survive because Patrick Mahomes couldn't survive. I get it. He was throwing baseball throws for, to the end zone, but how did he get to that point? Because his offensive line sucked. The New York Giants offensive line, according to PFF, is the worst-rated offensive line in all of football right now. So That's that scary. says something. I know Daniel Jones has not played his part right now. Two, one of the three games he's been all right was against the Cardinals. But we're not going to say, oh, it's only the Cardinals because, well, they just had the upset of the season against the Dallas Cowboys. So what does that say about the Cardinals? Maybe they're tougher and maybe they're better than we think in the case of tanking season for the Cardinals. But my big thing is Daniel Jones, another primetime game. You've been awful in primetime. I get it. Your offensive line's been awful, the injuries, but you've been awful in primetime games. 
you have to step up. You're a $40 million man. You're getting paid big bucks. You're getting paid like a top 10 quarterback. You got to play to that at least level. I'm not expecting you to play to the Patrick Mahomes or the Joe Burrows. Let's just go with Patrick Mahomes right now because Joe Burrow is struggling too. <laughs> but my point Dude, is, is that Joe, he's only got one primetime win in his entire career. He's got one primetime win. It's last season against the Washington Commanders, the game that the, pretty much could call the Kayvon Thibodeau game. Because so he did he really win that, that game? I mean, he made some throws. He made some plays in that game when he needed to. That's what I need from the Giants, and I need from Daniel Jones. Looks like Andrew Thomas is going to be back. Bredersen's going to be back. Saquon looks like he's going to be back. So you're going to have a full, healthy team. Maybe you have some guys here and there that maybe won't play, but majority of your talent is going to be playing on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks team. Defensively, yes, their offense has been outstanding, and as expected, as, as we all thought it would be, but their defense has been awful. It's one of the worst defenses in football right now, giving up almost 30 points a game as well, close to it. They haven't been good. So Daniel Jones in offense has to sustain the running game right off the bat to set up play action. The Giants were best last year because they ran the football. They were one of the top five teams running the football, average yards per game. And what did that do? They set them up with the play action. And now with all these weapons, with all the speed, and please, for God's sake, New York football Giants, use Jalen Hyatt's talents there's no reason why he's not playing get him in the field he stretches the field as a deep long route runner yeah deep threat like use him dude it's frustrating especially like i look at the giants i trust stable and company don't get me wrong you gotta use that type of talent you know what kills me too we said it last year the giants had two top 10 picks last year they had a hit. They seven had a picks. Hit. They had they had a hit on them, and right I now, both, had- right now, both picks look like misses. I'm sorry, but they both look like misses. Evan Neal right now is is not a good right tackle. He's, I mean, he's not a good offensive lineman. I should just put it that way. He's not a good offensive lineman right now, which is which sucks because you saw the potential at Alabama. He was good. I get it. He was great. So it goes back to that old conversation is how good are Alabama linemen? Well, remember, he was projected to possibly be the number one pick last year, too. Yeah, well, because he at some point. high strength. Remember his athleticism. Remember doing the split box jump up on the 48-inch yeah, like athletic, But he can't block right now. And then the other guy who we thought was going to be – and listen, I'm, I use this in a, in a manner of speaking – the next LT, not figuratively, or just that type of giant pass rush, right? But he, he he hasn't done anything, bro. He hasn't done anything to speak of. I, I, what was the, I just had a I had it in front of you? One sack, three pressures, the quarterback this season. Though you look at other guys in the league compared to Kayvon Thibodeau, seven D four pass rush snaps this year. That's three pressures. Cleveland's Miles Garrett. Now I get it, a lead guy, but that's hoping that something that we would get, especially in the second year. He's got 16 pressures. Another rookie, Will Anderson, this year, 73 pass rush snaps. He's got 16 pressures. Plain and simple, Thibodeau has to play better, and this defense yeah. has to play better. Like I yeah. just said, Trev, when I saw no turnovers. Last year we were turning teams over. We were getting short fields. We were we were producing opportunities for our offense, especially for an offense that was kind of like, you know, no, the giants are playing smart, fundamental football last year. Only two sacks too. Like this is, and this year they're not, they're not doing that. It's it's very disheartening. Um, I get it. It's early in the season. You play two of the three best teams, maybe in the NFC and Dallas and San Francisco. Two of the best defenses too in football. But uh, you know what most people say is don't give me excuses. Give me answers. 
And right now as a Giant fan, we need an answer. We need something Monday. We need some type of positivity on Monday Night Football that the Giants are going to win. Because if not, I don't want to see the Giants on any – they're still on Sunday night. Well, football they're coming back. They're coming back in two weeks, so you're gonna you have to the deal. Build, with and them. then they got Monday night football against the Packers, like week 12, Four, 13 or fourteen. I forgot. Twelve, thirteen. 12, 13. It's, it's like the first week of December or something, right after it's the weekend. I mean, I Ted, I said when we talked about this in the preview show for the NFL season about the Giants, I said that the two most important players, not named Daniel Jones, was the two guys you just spoke about upon. Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. Well, yeah, because uh, Andrew Thomas is fine when he's playing. Dexter Lawrence has held his own at deep tackle. Absolutely. The defensive secondary, Deontay Banks, played pretty well. Not too bad, but there's, but the impact – listen, we get it. It's a team game, but there's impactful players on every team, and those players have to step up. Like when we talk about Dallas, when we talk about DeMarcus Lawrence and Parsons, or we're talking about CeeDee Lamb and Dak, or we're talking about this guy and that guy, or Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Or, you, or like Devante, this week, Monday Devante night Smith, or Monday yeah. night football, when Joe Burrow's hurt and Jamar says, get me the ball, and he did, and he had 12 catches for over 130 yards of that game. Just throw me the damn ball, and he made plays. All right? Yeah. Now, I understand the Giants don't have a receiver like that. We understand that. Well, not but many let's people find do. ways to get Darren Waller the ball. Like, this is what we traded for. Like, the preseason, we're like, oh, first drive of the game. Like, Dompier, screen, bang, boom. It's like, oh, that's beautiful. Let's 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 find a way to get him. Let's get Jalen Hyatt on some deep bombs, some reverses, something, some drag routes where a rub route where he's he'll have some freedom to spring loose. Like as we like to say, as like as we like to say, for God's sakes, do, do something. something because the Giants need to do something. They do really something. need to anything. because they've just anything like you Ted just said. Get your playmakers the ball. Get them out in the space. Use that speed. Run the football. Saquon, hopefully he comes back and is, you know, does his thing. We're hoping what he comes back. What kind of hope the Giant fans have if they lose Monday Night Football going with the rest of the schedule? You're like, oh, well, my. It's a week-to-week league. What do New York fans do? Tell, what but, do New York fans do if both Sunday and Monday night, which – is a possibility could be disastrous for well, both franchises. Think about it. Baseball season could be over. This baseball season will be over on Sunday. So the Yankees and Mets are all done. Yeah. So that baseball's gone. There's no playoffs. And Giants then Jets hours season, later, and then Giants Jets season could be over. They both could be one and three. Oh my god. And Ugh. and we're and we're like we're not even out of September yet. We'll be October first, and football and baseball will already be done. Because I don't think a we'll lot just of people, we'll just be play, we'll be just watching for fantasy at that. Because point. I don't think a lot of New York fans will have a uh, what's the word a positive vibe or thought process going forward about either of those teams. Because the Jets situation, if we could just move on to the Jets, because listen, we know the yeah, Giants we'll, yeah go to the Jets quickly. Go if we had to move on to the Jets. Here's what I say about the Jets: there was so much hype, right? There was no more hype than I've seen in a long time than this Jets team, and it was well deservingly so. They have the talent on that team. And they brought in one of the best quarterbacks in Aaron Rodgers. And it literally fell apart in in four plays. But for this team to be as bad as they are just because of one player. It doesn't make freaking sense. That two years. That can't be that bad. If he is, why didn't they bring in another backup? Or someone. They brought brought Trevor Simeon in. Trevor Simeon hasn't won a game in three years. Tim Boyle holds the clipboard, and he's Aaron Rodgers' friend. Two seasons that we've seen Zach Wilson play, and there hasn't been any improvement. I, I don't understand. 
Listen, he's had two different offensive coordinators. Bless you. He's had two different offensive coordinators. And Nathaniel Hackett, and last year he had Matt, uh, he had LaFour's brother. I forget Matt. Yeah, LaFour's brother. I forget what it is. Mike LaFour? I think it's Mike LaFour. And you're muted. He, did, he didn't have Schottenheimer? Sorry, no, I'm just holding. I think it? I'm going to sneeze again. That's, That's okay. You can, sneeze. you can do it on live television. No, we don't want to sneeze. Yeah. LaFleur was the offensive coordinator last year. This year is Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, get it. This was supposed to be all about Aaron Rodgers' offense. We'll figure it out. You got people. Well, Dad, let me ask you this question because this could be both for a Giant and, I got, and, I got and the Jets. Listen, no, listen. The Giants and Jets, this could be for a question. Are these coaching staff just terrified to let these two quarterbacks just let it loose? Zach Wilson, I get it. But Daniel Jones, you just paid him $40 million. <laughs> that, I feel, is like more of an internal question, something I don't know. Here's what I would say this. Last two minutes of the football game last week, the Jets versus the Patriots, Zach Wilson looked good. Threw the ball, let him right down the field. What it seems like for me on the outside looking in and from what when we watch sports, and I wish we had more internal conversations with people or had a reporter, but it seems like, and I was explaining this to someone, actually Billy Tyler on the phone, I feel like the Jets have training wheels on Zach Wilson on a bike. Now, you're a kid, you're on training wheels with a bike, right? Could the be. problem is, you're doing that so the kid can learn how to ride. But the problem is he keeps falling off the bike, even with the training wheels. So screw the training wheels. He's going he's gonna to fall either way. So might as well let him ride with two wheels and see how far he gets. Let it all hang out. Like I loved what Damian <laughs> let, let it all hang out, Ted. Honestly, bro, like, if it sucks, he sucks. Like, yeah. he's, he, but, you, but they he's cannot go an entire – they. More, even yeah. with training wheels on, with the bumpers on and the bowling out. They can't, but here's the thing. So might, they, as well, they, listen, might as well, Trev, if you're going to, uh, maybe in a bowling sense, take the bumpers off. And guess what? If he keeps shooting gutter balls, then he's shooting gutter balls. But guess yeah. what? This is his last chance. And next week, you move on to Trevor Simeon. Yeah, but because at if least they, go if, down shooting, bro. If they can't win, if they can't win and he doesn't play well, they have to do something. If Trevor Simeon is their guy, then okay. But they got to do something because there's no way that Jet fans are going to go through. Like Giant fans, the the Jets doing yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Did you listen to Tony Romo? I was listening to Tony Romo on the the cat the the cast, and he's literally saying. Run the ball on first down. Run the ball on second down. Then it's third and seven. Then it's predictable. You never, you're, yeah. You're setting yourselves up automatically for failure. You have to, you have to change it up. Throw Dude. something. Throw a quick pass on first down. Catch them off guard on second down with play action or something. Do not go run, run, and then third down, third and long. You put in your your quarterback who really you don't have full trust in, even though you say it. Your coaches say it, but you really don't have full trust because why the heck would you run back-to-back when you're running backs as well with a poor offensive line right now? Haven't been play- Dalvin Cook hasn't been playing up to par, and Brees Hall is still trying to get back into it. So why are you playing this game of let's you're, run, you're the ball, run the scared. ball? You're, you're playing, playing scared. scared. You're playing conservative. You're playing soft. You, got, you have to take a chance because, like Ted just said, 100%, if the kid's going to fail, he's going to fail. Let him go swim. It's like teaching your kids sometimes, throwing them in the pool. I know it's crazy because people, you're not supposed to, but he's going to learn or he's going to not learn. He's going to either sink you know how or birds, he's going to swim. You know how birds learn how to fly? The mother knocks them out of the nest and they either learn how to fly or they fall to the ground. See you later. Robert Sala and company, you have to let this kid let it loose. And you're Listen. playing against a team that is going to score points. And when they play bad teams, I get it. The Jets, great score. defense. You got to worry about Spags' defense because he's just going to blitz like crazy. So listen. This, yeah, this Chiefs team is. You, if you think Gary Wilson is as good as he is, 
Do what I talked about before in the previous couple minutes ago. Feed Throw him the ball. The ball. Up him. Feed yes. him, and Garrett Wilson's got to be like, listen, Zach, just get it in my area. Throw me a, a decent ball, yes. and I will make it work. Great receivers and great players make plays. And Garrett Wilson, and, and no matter defense, what people want to say, even though he started off slow, is a great receiver and a and great playmaker. Get him the ball. supposed to be. Yeah. Then shut him out and dominate. Do what Dallas did to the Giants. Do what other teams. Go dominate. Go dominate the line of scrimmage. Quinton Williams and that defensive line, go dominate and make Mahomes' life total hectic. Listen, I get it. It's going to be impossible to hold them under 10 points. That's hold them. Listen, hold them under twenty points is is almost nearly impossible. Is a bar? Is that you're asking for it? You're trying but to. You're asking. You're begging for it. Play your a game and listen. Go down swinging. And if the offense can't score enough because Zach Wilson is that damn bad, that maybe they'll make. Then it you got Trevor game. Simeon. Bring him in. That's Bring why you got in. the bullpen. If the pitcher is that bad, hold it together as long as possible. I don't listen. I don't know. What I think. I think that. both New York. Jets, New, listen, I think sucks as a New York Jet fan because there is. Here's here's the it here's sucks the, right now for both New York teams, though. Yeah, but at least the, the Jets because they Bowl both had expectations, but the Jets had Super Bowl aspirations. The Giants had I get it, it but the, the Giants, but here's the thing also, and I'm gonna finish up with this until and we'll go off and then we'll go to the Dolphins. Point. Yeah, and we'll go off to a team that's actually letting their quarterback let it rip. Well, they here's the, the offensive coordinator and the coach are putting their players and schemes. What I was gonna, what I was gonna say with the Jets, yes, and the Giants, the expectation. The Jets, like Ted said, 100% agree. Expected to go to a Super Bowl, get, you know, be one of those teams that could be representing the AFC. The Giants, they had expectations in the sense of maybe not many people thought they were going to win go to a Super Bowl or even win the division, but they had expectations of, okay, we paid Daniel Jones. You're coming off of a nice surprising playoffs appearance, and, and you went to the divisional round. So, yes, there was both expectations with both of these franchises. And for both two of these franchises that have had losing seasons for quite some time, this is, as a New York fan, you're just like, here we go again? Like, really? We're going to do this shit all over again? Like, just hearing you say, oh, maybe the Giants will be in the top ten in the draft, I'm like, oh, come on. Listen, I'm not, not trying to be. Again. I'm not I know, to be- no, I get it, but this is this is a must win for the New York Football Giants against a team that you can beat. The Jets, they're gonna have to be a little aggressive. They're what's gonna the have Jets? to take chances against this Chiefs team because so if you want to play conservative, you want to play scared. You will be one and three, and you will be maybe looking for another quarterback, whether that's trade or just use the guy in house and okay. Trevor Simeon. And and here's what the Jets are looking at the next four weeks. All right. Chiefs this week. Chiefs this week. We'll see what happens. I'll never say die, but we'll see what happens. Crazier things have Cardinals. The Chiefs are starting to click. They're clicking now, though. Yeah, I know. Jets are at the Broncos next week. Well, that looks like who knows about that? You know who knows what? Eagles at the Jets. Yeah, that 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 doesn't look promising. And then you got the Jets and Giants. I don't even think even if the the Jets you said is in Denver. I don't care what anybody says. That's still a tough area to play. Oh, oh listen. Oh, I no, I get it. And then, and then after all those that, games could game, be losses. Yeah. Then it's Chargers, Raiders, Bills. Could you possibly think Dolphins. that the New York? Think about this. Could you possibly think that the New York Giants and the New York Jets could be going into their matchup in Week Eight? Possibly, possibly, two and six. Oh yeah, it's definitely a possibility. For two teams that we all thought were going to go to the – we're going to be possible shoe-ins. I would say the Giants were possibly close to being a shoe-in as well, being and, at least and, one of the seven teams in the NFC. which team is not going to have a top-five pick next year. 
that's what that's that's what you're looking at. Dad, I can't go with another effing top five pick. I'm just I mean, sick of the shit. I'm sick of that. I'm sick I mean, of it. Here's, I mean, what do I? Have? I had the standings in front of me before, but give me a I second. I can't do. I can't do it, Ted. I can't do another. I really can't do okay. another top so ten. Jet, okay, draft. so right now the Jets are in last in the AFC East. All right, the Giants are in last in the NFC East. Yes. Okay, the AFC North, they're not going to be top ten picks, but Cincinnati's in last, but they'll figure it out. Cleveland, Baltimore Steelers, they're all win games. The AFC South is, I don't know what to make of the culture in first. Houston beat the Jacksonville. Tennessee's, I don't know. Maybe they tank and trade Tannehill to the Jets. That's a way. Both, of it, it's, both South divisions are weird. The, the weird. Jacksonville, you know, I don't know what's going on with them. The West, we <laughs> already know, know what's going on. The Chiefs are in first. Raiders will play. Chargers will end eventually, figure it out. Broncos. You know, that's a two team. That's a two team race. No matter what, until they want, yeah. maybe the Chargers will finally get rid of Brandon Staley because his well, ass should have well, been fired well, two well, years you know, ago. The NFC East, listen, we know what it is. We talked about the NFC North was a Green Bay and Detroit. Huge game tonight. This is a this this game tonight. Yeah, huge game. Massive implications for the NFC North because of the fact that you have two 0 3 teams in your division. So if if the Lions or Packers go out to a 3 1 lead, 3 1 win loss record, I mean, you got already possible, depending on how the Bears and the Vikings um, results are this, this weekend. You have a, a three-game lead. Yeah. But, I mean, you're looking at draft picks next year. You're like, all right, Tampa, they're 2-1. We'll see how they play out. Carolina's 0-3, but they don't have a first-round pick. Bears are 0-3. They might be drafting a quarterback. I, you know, I was just thinking about what we were talking about. We are joking, like, maybe Arizona's better than we thought they were. Imagine if Arizona screws this whole thing up and doesn't get the number one pick. I mean, that like, wouldn't be the worst like, thing. Like, 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 like a team we just talked about, the New York Jets, where they won like, and they lost Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Well, I mean, and they decided the... to draft Zach Wilson because we all thought that year that the Jets were going to tank oh for Trevor God. Lawrence. Do you remember that? No, do you I don't. Remember that? Do you remember that? When the wow, Jets what a, what a were Jets... everybody. Oh, you know what they won? They beat the Rams, who the Rams made the playoffs that year, and they beat them on the road, and the Jets had like one win, and they beat them. Darnold beat Jared Goff in the Rams that year. It was Jared Goff's last season, and he beat them, wow. and they got the number, and they became the number two pick. <laughs> and they lost out on the Trevor's, Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. And what, all that year, what we were talking about was tank for Trevor for the New York Jets, and they did that. Wow, 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 wow. What a history the Jets. They screw everything up. Listen, now Arizona is still in a decent position because they do have Kyler Murray. So it's not like they don't have a quarterback that can play. But still, I mean, if you get the second pick, you can always take Marvin Harrison and team up with Kyler Murray. Let's see what happens. But there's listen, there's still a lot of football to be played. But you right, said so maybe right. you're gonna call me to say, a must, to say a must win for the Giants, especially for and the, the Giants. Jets. Yes. Well, the oh. Jets ain't win. You think the Jets are being Kansas City? Oh well, Miss Taylor Swift's there. Maybe she'll bring some bad luck. She won last week. Travis Kelsey did well. They played the Bears. For God's sakes, if me, you, and Dad played last week, we would have beat the Bears. God. I would have played D line. You would have played quarterback. That would have been running back like 30 years ago. 30, 40 years ago, and we would have been fine. And we would have had Uncle Mike as the, as a linebacker. Yeah, I don't know. We'd be fine. We'd be good. We have big hits. We have oh, big hits as a tight no, end. There's, there's a lot of negativity. We got to talk about a team that just scored seven points. Can we, uh, can we like, think about a team that we would create? Yeah, the Miami Dolphins. Just a different No, quarterback. I'm not talking about the Miami. I'm talking about a team that we would create physically. Oh, listen, like, I used to do this. You would be the quarterback. Dad would be the running back. Uncle Mike would be the this, linebacker. Right? 
Huh? I used to create all my. I oh yeah, Ted, all, all the time back in NCAA football. I created all my high school, and then we imported them. In the I had all my high school teammates. Kevin Knowlton, Ray Shardell went to Wake Forest. I went there. Luciano, all the guys. Wait, you did, you never always got. You never always got the guys. No, I always because I, no. I had two teams. I was the Bengals and the Giants. I used to draft. One, two, no, I'm talking had, about in college football. Did you have everybody on the team? Not always. I lost Ray to Wake Forest. I lost a couple other people, but I. Wake. I was on the team. I was great. I was actually really good. What, what position did you play on my team? You had me at like lineman or no. like D line, D line or like running yeah, back. Oh, D line, D line. I think your best player ever was, um, might have been big hits. Eddie was I think, good. I think you, I, I think you, <laughs> Eddie, I had a tight end. Yeah, Eddie played tight end and he was disgusting. Were you quarterback? Yeah. You were always quarterback. Yeah, always quarterback. Yeah, you, you uh, had Chaz, Tuna. Tuna was oh, running back. And then we imported them into the NFL. That was when we had a lot more free time to do stupid things like play video games. Yeah, now look at us. Don't worry, when I have my kid, I'm buying the new PlayStation and I'm playing and I'm getting NBA. First game is getting NCAA football. NCAA is not till next year, bro. Good. Your kid's not going to be born until next year. Yeah, but the NCAA doesn't come out till next. Like I got, I'm gonna get okay. NBA. Okay, I'm gonna get. Kid, what what I'm do you expect? Your, I'm, gonna, I'm getting the new. What do you expect your kid to automatically start playing a game at at, at six months? So. I, yeah, we're gonna teach them. <laughs> we're gonna teach them. Even Brits. We're, we're, we're gonna teach them a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of bad things. Yeah, a little joystick up. No. Hit the switch. What's up, Noah? All right. So Ted was saying. Yeah, let's focus about on a, about a, no, who cares? It's all right. We want everybody else watches podcasts. What do we gotta stop that? We gotta be all just serious and pro. I'm trying to talk to you. I'm not trying to talk to Norm. Norm, get out of the camera. No norm. By norm. By norm. So we're just talking about create a team. Well, the Miami Dolphins, whoo, damn. Last week was like a create a team. Had the had the five or six fastest players in the league, and it was two players. Or three Great. players. It was Mostrit, Devon A Chain, as he likes to be proclaimed, and Mr. Ty Mr. Tyreek Hill. They he wants to be Mr. Tyreek Hill, the porn star, after, if you saw that, Ted, he wants to be a porn star after the NFL. <laughs> and Mike Evans said, do you, whatever you want to do. I'm stealing my job. <laughs> oh, my God. You're out of your mind. Anyways. I ain't, I ain't scared. You were just talking about it's too soon for terms of must win. Well, I got something that maybe people might think I'm crazy. I don't really get, I, like, I'm just saying it. And Say I'm gonna it. put this. I'm gonna put it. Is two of the most important player in the NFL? I think so because this little notepad right here has stats to prove. Speak to me, For sir. Two the past two years. Last year he finished eight and five, but the one game that he started, he didn't finish. It was the Cincinnati Thursday night game where he had the concussion, so I don't count that. So his overall record the last two years is eleven and four. This is his stats. This is the team stats also with him in these 11 wins. I need Ted to listen to this because I I'm know he'll forget. Speak to me, sir. No, because you'll forget and you don't listen sometimes. So I want you to I listen, was... process it all, and then you'll speak. <laughs> what are you? Kumbaya, my young. <laughs> this man's not. He's like, I'm listening as he puts the lighter up. Lighter's up. <laughs> Crowbar's up. <laughs> so. Here we go. Let's get back to it. Let's finish strong. Okay, there we go. 11 wins. 27 touchdowns, four picks. And four losses. He's got five picks. 
He averages 246 yards per game passing. When he wins, 316 yards per game. And they average almost 34 points a game in wins and 20 points per game in losses. So, and I know people might go crazy. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and all that. Everybody's crazy. I get it. I get it. But think about it. Last year, Tua's got the same stats in the first three games as last year. Identical. He was 3-0 last year. He was unstoppable before the injury. Everything was different. After that injury, I get it. And then he started winning again. And then at the end of the season, he started struggling. But now you look at this year. This offense is completely all behind Tua. This coaching staff is all behind Tua. They're all in on Tua. If he continues to play like this, you're going to be seeing another big contract coming for a quarterback in Tua. I get it. He doesn't have the strongest arm, but he just put up 70 points. He doesn't lose. He's 11-4. Like, I get it. Like, some people might think, oh, he's not Herbert or this or that. It's not because he doesn't have a strong arm. Dude, but he's so he accurate. Win, he and wins. He's, he's accurate. He scores touchdowns. He doesn't turn the ball over. This he's offense also very, moves he's also at a high decisive. pace. And he's they also score very decisive. At, and, they all, and they score at will. Yeah, but here's when the he's thing. Done them, here's the thing. I get his it. His decision-making and processing of plays and understanding where the guys are and where to get the ball out is so smooth and so quick. It makes that all – he doesn't mess around. He knows his reads. Boom, 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 boom. He goes boom, 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 and he knows who to get it to. He's so smart when it comes to that. His decision-making, processing, putting the ball. Remember when people made fun of Tyreek Hill and saying like about, about comparing Tua and Mahomes and people like, ah, but he's so accurate. You know, and he puts the ball in perfect spots all the time. All he, I mean, and then the offense, Mike McDaniel's running is great. He, they're the fastest team in the league. I mean, once they get Jalen Waddle back, he's coming he, back. To, he'll be back this week. I, I mean, but they have a huge game this week. This is this, see, this is a game that this is a game that too. You want your money? You want to get paid? Big well, this bucks. is what we thought last year. Remember down in Miami? Now they beat the Bills. Remember, but they were so good. Like that's the thing. And I'm I, I'm glad you brought up last year too, because before he got his injury, and I know he played the rest of the majority of the season, but I still to this day will believe that he was never the same after that second concussion against the Cincinnati Bengals, and then he sustained it again later in the year, which he missed. No, in the- he never he- came back after the Bengals. He had the yeah. Bills concussion and the Bengals, and he never came back. And then he played again. He no, came he back. Yeah, he did. He played all last year. Go look. No, we did not. How do you think I got these stats? Oh, he was out at the end of the season. Tua yeah, I know. Play. He got hurt at the end of the season. But he played. He played against San Fran. He played against the Chargers games that he lost. And then he played in other games that he won. Go look at the t- – go look. I, 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 What do you think? I didn't write these down for Jack Squat? Come on. Yeah, you're, you're wrong again, Henry. I'm not wrong. Literally, he that offense is unstoppable when he's on the field. They're pedestrian at times when he's not. I get it. He's on the field sometimes, and they've looked bad. Now, maybe this is going to be a huge, huge sign this weekend when you go against the Buffalo Bills, the team that's been winning your division, dominating your division, and it's in Buffalo. This team is still, I get it, they had a bad week one, but they're starting to get back to a groove of things. With Josh Allen, this offense, they're going to take off. The defense is going to get Von Miller back. They're going to be fine. But if Tua can stay healthy, man, if they can protect him, and he's getting the ball off quick, so he's not taking a lot of hits as well, which sometimes you need to. It's not all about throwing the ball 50, 60 yards in the air. 
It's okay to just get the ball out to your fastest freaking players in the league and let them do the rest. Like he's this offense is unstoppable when Tua is on the field. They don't lose. They win. He plays great. Their team plays great. They score at will. When he's not, that team is pedestrian. He really may be the most important player because think about it. This time last year, they were 3-0. and We were all proclaiming again, just like this year. Tua, favorite to win the MVP. Got the concussion against the Bills. Got the concussion against the Bengals. And the rest was history. I know he came back after a few weeks, but he continuously played. But I still think he was always impacted by that. He had his moments. And then he got hurt on Christmas Day against the Packers and never really recovered from it. Now you look back at now this year, three weeks in, and this offense is scoring at well. Just put up 70 points. 70 points. It doesn't happen in the first time since 1966. So that does not happen against an NFL team. This offense, and we were just talking about it, Ted. Just talked about Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. Uh, like how these teams are t- – sometimes it seems like maybe a little scared to let these guys let loose. The Dolphins, they let Tua play his game. And that's another thing that people get. People expect Tua to be like Justin Herbert where he's got to throw the ball 60, 70 yards in the air and it's got to be like that. He wasn't like that in Alabama. The reason why he looked so great in Alabama, too, on top of his play, was because of the talent he had. Well, he also, the receiving he threw, court. He threw, he threw some bombs, but I, when, I, I get that. But, but his when you game, have, when you have Devontae Smith had, and Jalen Waddle, and but that's and, the thing, his game has always been get the ball out quickly, let accuracy. the playmakers do the rest. Oh yeah, accuracy. and that's what he's doing right now. This offense no, is unstoppable. Listen, no different than Brock Purdy for San Francisco. But this be offense, efficient, is, like be efficient, be smart. Does anybody yeah. have an answer for this offense? Is right now? I mean, we'll does see this. Does week. anyone have an answer for Brock Purdy in San Francisco? Because ever since he's played, he's undefeated. The difference between them and the Dolphins is the way of the style of play. The Niners are so physical, man. Yes, they're so talented. They, they got Ayuk, yeah. they got Kittle, they got yeah. Jennings, they got Debo, McCaffrey. Purdy's another weapon. But they're so physical. Their offensive line, they run the ball, and they grind and yeah. grind and wear and tear on you. And well, Debo's, you Debo's a physical receiver. Debo's Brandon very Ayuk. physical. Ayuk is physical. Kittle, this, team, this team is a finesse team, but it's so just fast that the playmakers, who are you guarding? Tyreek Hill needs to have at least two guys on him at times. Jalen Waddle. They put 70 points up in Jalen Waddle, who's been great since coming into the league, wasn't even playing. And now you add in Mostria, who's been great, and then Devon A-Chain, who, was, who just had 200 yards rushing as a backup. Like, there really isn't a lot of answers to stop this offense because of Mike and Mike McDaniels. Where did he come from, Ted? Well, eventually, ball boy. Got well, you know him. what I mean. Where did he come from before the Dolphins? San Francisco. Exactly. So the reason, the style of play, and he it fits the mold. The Niners are physical. The Dolphins, all about speed and playmakers. But that's why. Like, that's why this. This why and this game against the Bills is another proven point of like, okay, listen, I, I think, listen, I think we all respect Miami. I think we know Miami is really good. I think a lot of that proved last year. We all knew that once Tua was healthy, this team is different. Of course, we know that. Very. When you lose your starting quarterback in the NFL league, you. You drastically, we just talked about it. Yeah. You see it before. You either have a really good quarterback and then you fail. and you The play on the, the field is impacted. Either you're the Jets or you're like everyone else trying to find that quarterback. 
um, like, you know, like the Giants and like other teams that are drafting quarterbacks. You know, you're the Raiders, you're trying to compete, but your quarterback's like, eh, like two is good. Like, let's not act like two is a bum. Two is good. And you talk about that draft class with Joe Burrow and Tua, Tua and Herbert and now Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts, yeah, that's five Jalen quarterbacks. Hurts, you're talking about five successful quarterbacks. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the final story goes with Jordan Love. But with the other four quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl MVP, caliber player, you know, we know what Burrow's done. Herbert's still, listen, 44. Would you say, I mean, two, you would, know. You, would you say Tua is the most important player in the NFL with the, with the, with the listen, every, trying listen, to say every, with the with listen, the every I'm trying to think of the word. Oh my god! With the listen, information every, I have, every quarterback is the most important player. Okay, I get Herbert, that. Tua, but look, here's the thing. But for the Miami Dolphins, he's the most important player on the Miami Dolphins because when he's well, healthy, you, you don't think he's team, the most listen, important player in the no, NFL because of no. what he's done the past two years and what no. this offense can do. Because I can make the argument. Healthy, for every, I can make the argument for every team, a quarterback like that, like Joe Burrow. You could tell. Him not being there I don't think he's LB. the most important player in the NFL. No, but he's the most important player on their team. I get it. But if two was – I mean, Tua went but, what three Tua last is, year and he was unstoppable. Is, I don't think he's the most important player in the NFL, but I'll put it this way. By Tua being on the Miami Dolphins, they become a legit Super Bowl contender. 100%. Without Tua, without Tua, they just become the regular old Miami Dolphins that we're used to seeing play for the last 25 years. That's what it really comes down to. They are a team where they are as good as anyone in this league. If two, if you're telling me Tua stays healthy this whole season, he will be in the top five for MVP. Oh, he's the favorite uh, right now. He's early. plus three. He's a plus, he's he plus three fifty right now. He was last year. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but that's a, what I'm saying. He was listen, the MVP top, favorite last year too, Tyreke, and then he got injured. And everything. Tyreek Hill will have over two thousand yards receiving, and the Dolphins will possibly have the number one seed, and the playoffs will run through Miami if Tua stays healthy. If he doesn't. But that's why I'm saying, is he the most important player? Because if he stays hell, it's not about like Patrick Mahomes. I get it. Patrick Mahomes is on another level. It's Patrick Mahomes. What about the guy he's facing this week? Josh Allen. We almost like we lost the smoke on Josh Allen. No, I love Josh. Josh Allen gets so gets ridiculed because he's a gunslinger and he and he he makes bad decisions. I get it. He made last week. The sling he threw to Gabe Davis. On oh, dude, I get it. He's I love Josh Allen. You know how I feel about Josh Allen. I think he's still one of the top three quarterbacks in the world. I, I'm just I'm not saying that we forgot about him. What I'm saying is is that when two is on the field and he's 100 percent healthy, that team is unstoppable. That team has been nearly Jalen Ramsey back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to get Ramsey back. They're dealing with injuries. Like, their offensive line is dealing with injuries. But they get the ball out quick, and it's working for this team. And I think right now, with the way he's played the past two years, when he's 100%, he's been the most important player because I feel like this offense is is very, very hard to defend. And it's a nightmare for defensive coordinators to figure it out. And, yeah, you have to deal with all that speed. And Tua does it well. He plays his game to a T. He gets the ball out quick and lets his playmakers do the rest, just like he did at Bama. And that's why he was so great and excelled. I get it. The talent was exceptional. The coach, exceptional. But it's working right now. I'm waiting. What the hell's going on over there? What is going on? This man is literally on mute, and I get it. He's like, go for Oh, boy, you got the – yeah. So I guess we're going to let Ted – we're going to go. Okay. We're going to let Ted for a sec. Remove him, and I'll be me. 
It'd be solo. I'm just saying that I get it. People might call me crazy. Two was, oh, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not this or that. I get it. He's back. He's back. But like, I just get. I, I just saying the past two years for what he's done. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Ted, let me ask you quickly before we sign off. Who wins tonight? Lions, big, massive game in the NFC North. Like I said, one team could be 3-1 right, and, listen, one and really listen. take grasp of this division. I'm picking the Lions. I am too. Jordan Love. I think, I think for them it's a must-win again because it's a prove it point. It's, I think it's a must-win for both franchises. Yeah, but more so the Lions. This is what you well, – Listen, Rodgers has left. Take the crown. Okay. Take, and Jordan okay. Love, what are you going to do? Exactly. But take the crown. I got 27-21. I think tonight's going to be a really fun game to watch. Yeah, I I'm think excited. tonight's going to be a really good game. I do too. And um, before you sign off, don't try to get off easy. Um, we are going to have to make a bet because we are playing in fantasy, and there's we'll no talk way. About it after. Go. <laughs> there's no, there's no way you are not getting off the. Uh... I gotta go, bro. <laughs> oh, so you, you trying to sign off on me just like I'm that? I'm not gonna I... make a bet on fantasy football based on my team and how they play. It's me against you, a friendly wager, brother versus brother. Yeah, shave your what if face. it's the only time we play this entire season? Shave your face, I'll shave my face. Shave I am not. No, that's un un. It's like untradeable. I'm not doing that. That's non-negotiable. Oh, yeah. you shave your face. What the hell do you have? You got a little peach fuzz. I got a full ass beard, bro. All right. We got to come up with a way. We got to come up with some. We'll come up with something. We'll go back. We'll post it or something. I don't know. Oh, we'll I know. Right if, now, if I if I win, I get to name the kid. Yeah. Okay. I get the name. I get the name of Trevor okay. <laughs> or Trev. <laughs> All right. Ted's got to go. Ted's got to take care of business. We're going to see how tonight plays out in the NFC North. And then we got some huge games this week. Giants, Jets, must win games. The Dolphins and Bills for AFC East supremacy should be a hell of a game. I know I'll be watching. I think you guys will have that game up there too. Yeah, we'll watch So, well, today was like all family teams. Jets. Mama's team, the Dolphins, and our team. So, it's a beautiful thing. Ted's got to go. He's got Norm biting him right now. He's nonsense. By Norm. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just get all this corrected. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for enjoying this episode. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next episode. We are Keys of the City. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.